Having more than one child can make future pregnancies more challenging. After all, children need your undivided attention despite your morning sickness, extreme fatigue, or other symptoms you may be experiencing. So how can you be the best mom possible and still prepare your little ones for the new arrival? I'm Nancy Cohen, a child development and behavior specialist, and this is Preggy Pals, episode 46. Um, is that a plus sign? Pink or blue? Hospital or home birth? What type of food should I be eating? I think I just peed myself. I'm pregnant and I have to exercise. What pregnancy glow? Wait, was that a contraction? (laughs) Gotta make these pants fit. I've got cankles. What do you mean there's more than one? You've got the symptoms and now you've got the support you need for a happy nine months. This is Preggy Pals, your pregnancy, your way. Welcome to Preggy Pals, broadcasting from the Birth Education Center of San Diego. I'm your host, Sunny Galt. Thanks to all of our loyal listeners who have joined the Preggy Pals Club. Our members get all of our archived episodes, plus special giveaways and discounts. You'll also get a free subscription to Pregnancy Magazine. See our website for more information. Another way for you to stay connected is by downloading our free Preggy Pals app, available in the Android and iTunes marketplace. So let's meet our panelists joining us here in the studio today. Amy, let's start with you. Hi, I'm Amy Askin, and I am a mom, a work-at-home mom, and I blog at BelovedAtmosphere.com, where I talk about parenting and education and traveling with kids and all kinds of other fun stuff that I feel like talking about. (laughs) I also run our vacation rental business here in San Diego. I have three little girls, age eight, three, and a one-month-old today, and um, they were all born naturally without intervention. Uh, the last two were born with hypno babies, which right. is a hypnobirthing program. Yeah, we actually did an episode on that a while back. So if you guys are curious, you guys can just type in hypno babies in the search function on our website and pull up that episode. Okay, Shell, your turn. Hi, I'm Shell Roman. I am 28. I own the Swaddled Sprout, a natural parenting resource here in San Diego. I have two boys, a two and a half year old and a one year old. And I actually did hypnobirthing, (laughs) not hypnobabies, but yeah, we loved it. Thank you, ladies, for joining us today. Here is a headline that is making rounds around the internet. It has gone viral, and it is about a birth announcement for an adopted boy. Kelly Higgins is a birth photographer, and she takes a lot of pictures of newborn babies, and she was sitting around the table talking with some of her children, and her 13-year-old adopted boy had mentioned that he never had newborn photos before. So a light bulb went off. Actually, I think it's her daughter that suggested this, that they do a newborn photo shoot with the 13-year-old in newborn positions. You guys all know what I'm talking about. (laughs) And they created this birth announcement, and she posted it online just for kind of, you know, giggles. And um, it has gone viral, and everybody just adores this thing. Um, So I wanted to get your guys' opinions. Have you seen this yet? And what do you think of this announcement? Amy, what do you think? I can't get over how adorable it is. I saw it right when it came out, and I'm just floored. It's just adorable. And he, I think he's adorable because what 13-year-old boy 
would do this, you know? I mean, he's got such a great confidence level and what an awesome family, you know? What a what a cool opportunity for all of them yeah. to witness, you know? She said that she's been be getting, so for him. yeah, she's been getting a lot of emails from adoptive parents that want to do something similar or even parents that never did photos with their kids as newborns, sure. mm-hmm. but now, you know, they thought, well, well, why not? I mean, I think this uh, birth announcement even has like his weight, so he's 113 <laughs> pounds and however many inches he is, you know what I mean? So obviously it's oh, uh, a lot different than what a newborn would be, yeah. but it's funny, right? Yeah. What do you think, Shao? I think it's great, and I, I did I saw it right when it came out as well, and I thought it was lovely. There was a lot of comments from people saying that they were looking to adopt babies, and they now were looking to adopt older kids because, what you know, they oh, didn't... Yeah, and I thought that was so wonderful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Really, I mean, it's so important. These kids don't have homes, and just because they're not babies. yeah. It puts yeah. a different spin on it. Absolutely. It's like, hey, you know, they're You can still get those special well. moments, even though they're not newborn yeah, anymore. Yeah, exactly. Nancy, I'm curious what your take is on this, um, having I think worked with children. I think it's fantastic. Yeah. I, and I agree with Amy that this young man is so amazing that he would want to do this, <laughs> you know, that he would have a sense of humor and feel connected mm-hmm. to the yeah. family. Yeah. And that the other children in the family were also very supportive. I think it's fantastic. Really, really great. What a great For his family. self-esteem. Yeah. Right. Very cool family. The whole thing. And that it went viral. I mean, I think it's <laughs> great that it, that it happened at all. Yeah. yeah. But then now it's even getting, you know, lots of news and yeah. talk. And I think that's also good for him and for the family. And I just love that the daughter suggested it. I think that's such a cool thing. It wasn't like, even though she is a photographer, it wasn't like she didn't have an agenda. It wasn't like, right. oh, let's see if I can make this go viral and help my business. I think right, as a right. result this has helped her business but yeah. that it just started with her daughter yeah. saying you know what my brother doesn't have newborn photos wouldn't that be kind of funny <laughs> if we did this and I just I think it's adorable yeah. mom yeah. accepted it she said yeah yeah, yeah. let's do it <laughs> all right very fun you know how to book flights and hotels all you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive that's why you need Viator book guided tours excursions and more in one place there are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from so you can find something for everyone and viator offers free cancellation and 24 7 customer support for worry free travel download the viator app now and use code viator 10 for 10 percent off your first booking in the app find travel experiences for you do more with viator Today, we're exploring what pregnancy is like when you already have children, and Nancy Cohen is joining us here in the studio. Nancy is a child development and behavior specialist who's been seeing families for more than 30 years. Nancy, welcome to Preggy Pals. Thank you so much. I'm happy to be here. So, in general, what are parents most concerned about when they find out that they're pregnant again? They have lots of concerns. Mm -hmm. Um, Parents are very thoughtful about this. They worry about the balance of the family. How is this going to change what we've already gotten used to doing? You know, I've already got this older child. He's kind of, or she's kind of used to being in this family. I've kind Mm -hmm. of adopted to the ways that he is or she is. Sleep wise, food wise, we've got a schedule going, yeah. a routine. Everybody's nodding. <laughs> You're disrupting right? balance. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> disrupting the balance and worrying, you know, about sleeping, being exhausted again, starting over, starting over again. And financially, too, I think now, given the culture and what's going on with us around um, in terms of finances and jobs and all of that, I think people are worried about how they're going to afford another baby. Mm-hmm. Another college fund. Uh, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> right. Thinking wedding. forward. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Right. <laughs> right. You're not just thinking, right, even pre-birth, you're thinking yeah. about college. So, yeah. 
exactly. So I think these are the kinds of concerns that they have, how it's going to change the relationship between partners. You know, mm-hmm. you're going to be able to have enough. You, now you don't have enough time together. With a second baby, how is that going to impact? So I, th- I think that, it, you know, people have a lot of concerns on a lot of different areas. And I think some of that also has to do with how is the older child going to adapt? What's yeah. going to happen with this older child or children when this new baby comes and are they going to be upset or that, how are they going to react in a positive way, a negative way, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. So I think there's a lot of thinking going on, and I think that's a good thing yeah. to be prepared and to know ahead of time that there's this is a huge change. Yeah. Huge Sometimes change. as parents, though, I think we worry a little bit too much. Like, do you find that we may have all these concerns, but in your practice, you know, do you see um, these being really big problems amongst people that come to see you? Yes and no. Okay. I mean, of course, people come to see me because they're having they're some having issues. They're having some issues. Right. <laughs> so I do, you know, so it's skewed a yeah, little bit in that area. Is. But I also do work a lot with families who aren't having a lot of issues. And I think some of that also has to do with the temperaments of the children involved right. and, the, and the parents, too, of course. But, you know, if you get a baby, you get a new baby who's colicky, you know, has a lot of refluxes, crying a lot, takes not sleeping. That's a very different experience than having a new baby who is sleeping and is less colicky and is easier. So right. you've got more time for the older baby. So I think some of the concerns are valid, right. absolutely. And I think we need to be prepared and kind of have a blueprint for how we're sort of going to handle things if, if this this happens, what what resources do I have? Um, but then the reality sets in, and you guys know you've had your babies, so. Yeah. What were your guys' concerns when you found out you were pregnant? I mean, in Shell's case, you have two children, so pregnant yes. a second time. What went through your mind? Um, when I got pregnant by second, I still had a baby. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. So um, my concern wasn't so much with my older, because I thought, well, he's so young, he's probably just going to adapt just fine, and luckily he did pretty good on that front but I was more concerned with how am I going to have the energy for mm-hmm. <laughs> my one-year-old and my newborn mm-hmm. it was um and it was hard I'm not gonna lie yeah <laughs> but as far as the worry goes I feel like my pregnancy with my second was a lot less stressful than my pregnancy with my first partly because here I am having to you know, take care of a baby already. I didn't mm-hmm. have time to deal with mm-hmm. the stress of the pregnancy. And then on the <laughs> other hand, I already knew what to expect. And yeah. so it was kind of like I didn't have that same fear of am I actually going to have a baby? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I did with my first. I was like, all right, I'm going to have a baby and it'll be fine. I'll be fine. And I think I um, downplayed it a lot more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so. based on your experience, mm-hmm. sure. So your pregnancies <clears throat> were pretty similar then. You didn't have anything different Yeah, really they were. Happen. I mean, I think my first was – maybe even a little harder. I had more morning sickness. And mm-hmm. my second, I think, I just didn't have time to deal with it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I just, mm-hmm. I w- just did it. Yeah. And it, it was fine. Happened. Yeah. Right. You know, I needed more naps with my first pregnancy than my second. And yeah, you just, your body just kind of adapts, I think. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> At least mine did, yeah. <laughs> luckily. Yeah. So Amy, what was going through your mind? You have three kids now, but you have more space in between your kids. We do, and that was intentional. We were, after <laughs> number one was, we were one and done. Oh. She is a high-maintenance little person. Yeah. Um, my neighbor, my very hippie neighbor across the way, when she was born, she was about four or five months old, and I said, what is this personality? And she said, well, Amy, she's a Leo. What does that mean? In in astrological speak, what does that mean? And so she gave me a survey book about, you know, all the different horoscopes and the signs and whatever. And I said, oh, 
okay, <laughs> that explains a lot, you know. And so we kept reading and whatever. So that being said, she is a wonderful, delightful, sweet, kind spirit, and just loves being on stage. And so uh, when we were contemplating having number two, we said we really want a sibling for her. And so we said, you know, that that was always the focus. Was we we I have so many friends who are onlys, and she, we just said to be fair to her, you mm-hmm. know, we want to have a second. Um, we went into it a lot differently than a lot of people do. We prepared her mentally because she is so um, in the center of the universe as a person anyway. Um, <laughs> and, you know, everyone is different. And we respected that and honored that and spoiled her rotten. I mean, our philosophy is when you have children, you spoil them rotten. Mm-hmm. And so um, our, our day-to-day was, oh, I would pretend to hold something. Oh, mommy has two busy hands instead of... You know, I've seen people often put all the energy and the focus on the older, um, and then the baby is just kind of, well, we don't want to, you know, disrupt what's been going on. And for us, we figured that it would probably be better to prepare her mentally, physically, everything. Okay, this is another person. It's going to take mommy and daddy's time and energy. And it, I, I will tell you, you know, without fail, until she was three years old, we didn't have an issue at all. She was a wonderful big sister. She pitched in. She was all on board and never, I mean, we never had the weird, you know, oh, she tried to bite the baby or she tried to smother the baby. <laughs> we didn't have one of those episodes at all, to our knowledge. Um, so, you know, I mean, she has been a dream. And now with number three, she is, again, I mean, she's just phenomenal. So uh, our number two is struggling a little bit, but, yeah. you know, still she's three and a half years old. Again, we spaced them. Right. At what point did you tell your children that you were pregnant? We always wait. Um, I'm superstitious. Mm-hmm. Um, and this one, actually, number three, we, we told him about uh, a month and a half, two months in because we were going home. There was another event. We were going home to Ohio where our families live, and uh, we were going to reveal the news there. So I, in fact, told my parents and the kids at the same time. You know, it was <laughs> unconventional. Um, but, you know, we said we got to wait longer because it's going to be every day for 10 months. Yeah. When's the baby coming? When's mm-hmm. the baby coming? Right. So, you know, we, we tried to put it <laughs> off as long as possible. Yeah. And, Shell, you didn't really do much explanation, right? It wouldn't have helped. You no. wouldn't have understood. No. That's the same thing with me. Yeah. <laughs> He's 17 months old. His I brother know. was born. He really you didn't know. know what hit him. We we are we were prepping him more for, Grammy's going to watch you for two days because he'd yeah. never been away from us at night. Right. Oh. So that was more of <laughs> what I was worried about. I wasn't worried about how he'd react with the baby. I was like, right. I'm going to be away from him for two nights. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. so Nancy, what is your recommendation when it comes to telling the kids about a pregnancy? And I know it depends on the age of the kids. So depends on the age and yeah. how um, curious they are about mm-hmm. these kinds of things, how, how tuned in they are to what's going on in the family. And, you know, it sounds like your five-year-old was really tuned in. I mean, Mm -hmm. she could see that you weren't feeling well, you were sick. So I think when you have kids who are asking questions or curious, uh, then you tell them, you know, mommy's having a baby, mommy's pregnant. Um, With littler ones, you know, (laughs) I'm going to say under two, then I I would wait until, you know, a month before when you or when you're beginning to show obviously uh, more than a month but to let them know that there's a baby in mommy's belly yeah and you know you'll be having a baby brother soon or sister or whatever Mm -hmm. baby if you don't know right and um so it depends on the age i think of the child and how inquisitive they are and how much you're talking about this in front of them yeah i i really feel like education empowers children so if you're talking about it around them then Mm -hmm. it's important to include include them them into the conversation so they don't feel like this is a big mysterious thing and 
they're they're part of what's going on in the family, and so okay. I think that's important too. Yeah. But some kids are just totally oblivious. They're like, okay, <laughs> oh, yeah. okay, great, no problem. I'm going to play with my trucks. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and others are like, whoa, what's going on with you, mom? Yeah. You know? so, Does that vary? I'm just curious between gender. Because I was I, just going to say, I, I, I wonder think, if girls are slightly mm-hmm. more in tune with that. Just because they're li- they're more know. like mommy. You know what I'm saying? So right, a change right. in mommy, they may see that as a change they could have in themselves. Exactly. Exactly. I do think that the the literature does support that. that in general, and again, you know, some boys are very interested and some girls aren't. But I do think that it's a gender thing. Girls and then are more my three year old who asks every female she sees, Do you have a baby in your house? I'm like, No, 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 please, please don't <laughs> ask <laughs> that. That's to her. <laughs> yeah. And I just said, and then I was always. She's just asking because I'm pregnant. I know. I, it's it, it, it's nothing. Trust me. <laughs> you, don't, you don't look pregnant. You look fit. I swear. I know. You look fantastic. <laughs> so can children sense pregnancy? Are there any studies to support that? Well, again, I don't know if it's sensing the pregnancy as much as sensing something is going on. And then, and then hearing things that my daughter used to say when I would think that she wasn't hearing anything that was going on in the family. <laughs> you know, I'd be on the phone two rooms over from her while she was doing something else. And later she would say, oh, I, I didn't know so-and-so was having a baby, or I didn't know Aunt was getting uh, divorced. Or, mm-hmm. I'm like, what? How do you know that? And she would say, well, I had one antenna on the TV and one antenna on what you were talking about. And so I heard that. You know? and right. And so you know, we were rooms away, and I thought she was engaged watching TV. You know, now it's time to talk. So I think you know, things happen around children, and I do think they're very sensitive, and they're very tuned into mom. I mean, as you know, you're just tuned into your kids. Yeah. And they're tuned into you. So I do think they pick up something is going on. There's a change. I always know that I'm pregnant when my dog starts acting <gasps> weird. Yes. Seriously. Yes. I have a lap dog of a teacup poodle who oh, I swear yeah. will know before I do yes. that I'm pregnant. And he starts being very protective huh. over me, uh-huh, you know, uh-huh. and he wants to cuddle even near my belly. It's a really weird thing. That's the same with so, us. We really? have cats and they don't like me. <laughs> Unless I'm pregnant. <laughs> oh, unless you're pregnant. <laughs> and they'd lay all over me, and it was yeah. like, my oh, husband would funny. come and be like, whoa, what's going on here? You the cat lady. Yeah. <laughs> okay, right. so how much should you share with your children about the pregnancy? Do you have any thoughts on that? I know a lot of parents like to get them directly involved, and they go to the appointments and all of that. And, and again, I'm sure this goes back to, you know, the child and how involved the child wants to be and stuff. Right. But, you know, what are some things, I guess, to consider? Well, the age of the child, for sure. Okay. Exactly. And what you're comfortable with. I think some people are more comfortable with sharing more information than other people are. And so I think that, again, it depends on your family dynamic, the culture of your family. But again, education is empowerment. So if you can really kind of let children know that I think their concerns become less and they're, you know, they have kids are. Um, symbolic thinkers, you know, f- they fantasy, fantasy, and very concrete. And so I think it takes away some of that kind of fantasy when you can tell them what's going on and what's happening and what to expect. And, you know, when you're buying the um, new clothes for the baby and getting the room set up and whatever you're doing, you know, they know something's going on. So I think explaining this is what it's going to be like to have a new baby. And I like that you were honest. <laughs> You know, this isn't all fun and games. I mean, it's going to be great, and babies cry, and yeah. mommy's going to be holding the baby a lot, and that's, that can be hard for you. And, you know, so to be really honest and be open to talking about it and not just kind of push the child aside, oh, you're just a kid, so it doesn't really matter, mm-hmm. but to really try to include them in the way that feels right within your own family culture. I think communication is key. 
sure. for everything, but also for um, dealing with a, a, the, the ultimate coming of a new baby. Right, yeah. right. So let's say you have two children and you find out you're pregnant with your third. Mm-hmm. Um, and with your oldest, your oldest adapted really well to the second baby. So you haven't had very many problems there. Is it safe to say that they'll probably adapt well to a third or a fourth? Or is this just totally dependent on the situation? Again, I think it's dependent on the situation. Yeah. I think... Um, Depends on their relationship with their younger sibling. If they've had a really good relationship with the younger sibling and things are going well, they may be more receptive because, well, their experience is this is a positive thing. Right. Sometimes if they don't have a good relationship with the second and they felt a little bit threatened by that child, Mm -hmm. then they may feel a little more threatened. Again, oh, my God, this is happening again. (laughs) Mm -hmm. My nightmare. Oh, my God, right. The worst day of my life. I I had a kid who told me, oh, my, the worst day of my life was when my sister was born. Oh, that's so sad. So, and, you know, she's working on it and realizes that it's really not the case. I mean, so there's a lot of positives in that relationship as well. But um, I do think that it just depends. Again, I mean, there's nothing written in stone. I wish there yeah, were. Yeah. It, makes, it would right. make life so much easier if we could say, oh, yeah, the third baby is yeah. totally easy. Don't worry. Right, right. But it really depends on the temperaments of your other kids and their experiences with each other. And I think the age difference as well. I think mm-hmm. the age difference right. as well. Yeah, Amy, what's been your experience? I, I would say she's bang on. Um, yeah. I, with For the first half of my pregnancy with number three, I felt like everybody was on board. And, you know, because we've really, um, my husband and I have made it a priority to, (laughs) for lack of a better word, force them to be best friends. You know, (laughs) my parents never really um, encouraged encouraged that. This is your your best friend for life. And this will be the person when mommy and daddy are gone. This is going to be your your rock, your only person in your life that you can say you shared everything with, you know. And so sounds kind of convoluted and crazy, you know, if you're not hearing that. But I think um, that fomented a better relationship and, and allowed eldest to, you know, be that, right. that rock. Okay. Well, when we come back, we're going to learn about the concerns your children may have when it comes to your pregnancy and a new baby. Plus, what advice does Nancy have for keeping up with the physical demands of being pregnant? We'll be right back. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Welcome back. Today we are talking about pregnancy when you have other children. And our guest is Nancy Cohen. She is a child development and behavior specialist. So, Nancy, what common concerns do children have when mommy and daddy say, hey, guess what? Another baby's on the way. I mean, I would imagine a lot of it has to do with just the time that it's going to take and the attention. Is that what you primarily see? Exactly. And I think, too, depending on how the pregnancy is going for the mom. You know, if moms are really, really sick, it's harder for the child, the one child that you have or two children you already have, because you already don't have enough time for them. You're not feeling well. You can hardly deal with the things that are you've been dealing with. Yeah. And so for those kids, they really see an impact. You know, uh-oh, I already don't like this happening. Right. You know, this might be taking mommy away. Um, some kids are also very empathic about that. They don't like seeing mommy sick and they want to be helpful and, you know, help mommy feel better and what can I do? And so it depends on the, the kids again. 
Um, but they, I think by the end of the pregnancy, when there's a lot of attention being spent on preparing for the new baby, that's when I think they start getting a little bit nervous about how this is going to impact their life. And they ask questions in different ways, obviously, depending on how old they are. You know, an older child, an eight-year-old, could say, you know, how's this going to impact my life? How's this going to be different? What's happening here? Yeah, you know, can you yeah. actually ask a very direct question? Littler kids are more like behaviorally they may I was going to say, how does They're that not, manifest itself? Right, so it's not necessarily going to be in a conversation or talking with you about it. It's more like acting out or being disrupt, getting negative attention, exactly. Oh, okay. Right. So tantrums and tantrums stuff Tantrums like and being defiant mm-hmm. and um, just being a little bit angry at mom. And I've also noticed that after the birth as well, there are a lot of kids who will be lovely with the baby, very loving and attentive and happy and, you know, oh, I have a new sister, I'm a big brother, whatever it is. And But they're really mad at mom, <laughs> really mad so, at well, mom. Well, that's good. They don't take it out on the baby, at exactly, least. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So a lot of kids take it out on mommy and not daddy. Mommy. Mm-hmm. Well, because so. mommy's pregnant. <laughs> mommy had that baby, not daddy. Yeah, exactly, right. <laughs> mommy was the one that betrayed me. So, <laughs> I, so I think that um, it, it, you can see some behavior changes. I mean, you, you guys would know because you're living with kids. So yeah. how did it affect your children? Well, Cy was always uh, a fairly aggressive kid. So we were a little worried when... I was pregnant. Is he going to hit the baby? Is he going <laughs> to, you know, throw things at him like he does with the kids at playgroup? <laughs> um, and he, like you said, he did really well. He's never really had, until Rook started walking, Sai was pretty good. That's when he started walking. That's when. Right. So yeah. Which is totally. Threatening. Yeah. Right. But when he was still, you know in his swing and (laughs) in my arms, he was pretty good with him. So we've been talking a lot about the emotional side of connecting with a pregnancy and getting your kids involved. But, you know, Shell brought up a really good point earlier, and that is you, when you're pregnant, sometimes you are just so physically tired. Um, So Nancy, what what ideas do you have for, for women who are going through this, for couples who are experiencing this, and you have... You know, I, I'm actually scared to death. Like, if, if I have another child, I'm kind of like, <laughs> I am worn out now. And, you know, I was just last, yeah. last week, I wasn't, I was feeling kind of under the weather. And I was like, oh my gosh. And I actually thought I could feel like this if I were pregnant. You know what I'm saying? And how will I keep up with two children? So, anyways, what advice do you have on that? You know, women are strong. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, you do what you have to do. It's just amazing to me that we can take on so much. Childbirth itself. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. You know, (laughs) women have it together. (laughs) I think that it's important to have, again, a good partner and good communication with your partner to talk about, you know, what you're not feeling well, what are the options. Um, extended family, if you have extended family, can be helpful. You know, you're, the grandmother can take the kids and you can have some time off or that kind of thing. Now, a lot of us don't have extended family, so friends are sometimes helpful um, where they can take your kids for an hour or whatever and you can have a little bit of time to take a nap or do something to renew your spirit and your energy because it's really important that we do that. There's no doubt about it. Get good sleep if we can and take good care of ourselves. What did you guys do yeah what's up to you guys a lot of that a lot of play dates or even just having friends come over and kind of breaking up totally the yeah. monotony or the yeah and or getting some adult time maybe yeah, exactly part of that. yeah mm-hmm. yeah i would say that play dates were huge i i have friends who had had multiples before i did um and so 
they were very much um, instrumental in saying, hey, I'm going to come over for a play date. Yep. You know, and I'd be like, ah, the house isn't clean or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was so glad because mm-hmm. even if your child is engaged with a peer, yes, it takes, takes it away so from you. much, yep. you know, because they really do. Even if they're having their little, you know, disagreements or whatever, yeah. you're still like just referee instead of, mm-hmm. you know, fully engaged, you know, child asking me for something every 10 <laughs> yeah. minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's really, and you'd be shocked. I mean, I never thought I was having more than one, let alone three. <laughs> um, but I'm just a baby junkie. I love kids. Um, and so um, your body just takes over. You just yeah. you just do because you're a woman and you are amazing. <laughs> you know, it's just you'd be yeah. surprised. Make it work. Yeah. And Nancy, do you think it's important, like, when we are feeling overwhelmed like that to, is, I mean, is it okay to say to your child, you know, mommy isn't feeling so good right now? Or is that putting so much attention on the baby? I mean, can it have the reverse effect of? I think it's good to be honest. Again, yeah. you know, give the truth. Mommy's not feeling well, and so it's hard for me to be patient today, or whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> My daughter didn't like that answer. I got a lot of back talk. I'm, sure. <laughs> right. I'm so sick of this baby, and it's not even here yet. Right. Exactly. <laughs> right. Exactly. That's right. what I'm concerned about. Exactly. While we're being honest, <laughs> right? You're not. You don't get to be honest. I'm honest with you. Ah, but then she is honest with you. Yeah. Back. yeah. Exactly. exactly. Right. So I think we acknowledge that. I understand. It's really hard. I've, I feel like it's frustrating, too, that mommy's not as patient mm-hmm. as I could be. So we acknowledge that. It's true. It's the truth. I think we tell them we're not feeling well. I, I, tell, I used to tell my daughter even when I was feeling well if I was impatient and yeah. wasn't in a good yeah. mood and today wasn't a good day to push me. That didn't mean that she would go, oh, okay, great. I'm going to have great right. behaviors. Mm-hmm. Often they're like, well, tough luck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bad anyway. Yeah. Um, but I just think that they need to know what's going on. Okay, well, Nancy, thank you so much for joining us today. For more information about Nancy and her practice, as well as information about all of our panelists, visit the episode page on our website. This conversation continues for members of our Preggy Pals Club. After the show, Nancy will share some tips on things you can do to help get your children ready for the new baby. And we'll also share some recommendations from our Facebook friends. We have a question from one of our listeners. This is from Angela of Nashville. And Angela says, I'm pregnant and in my second trimester. I think my seasonal allergies are kicking in. Cough, watery eyes, sinus pressure, sore throat. They're not horribly bad, but it's also triggering my asthma. And I hate being a slave to my inhaler. The medicine I've taken in previous years is a definite no-no during pregnancy. Are there any home remedies I can try? Hello, Angela. This is Dr. Tara Zandfleet talking about your allergies. They can be a real problem during pregnancy. The key is to reduce your exposure to the cause of your allergy and then to get your nose wet, wet, wet. You can use a neti pot or irrigate with a nasal saline spray. That's your best bet. A humidifier is a good idea and steam inhalation helps too. Of course, drink a lot of water. And then Any anti-inflammatory foods will help. For example, ginger, garlic, turmeric, and even the old-fashioned standby chicken soup. They just had a study showing it's anti-inflammatory. Grandma knew best. Eat a lot of antioxidants and omega-3s, and you can add 15 milligrams of zinc a day, which is a nice low dose. That can also improve your defense against getting a cold. One thing to stop is the post-nasal drip, which is the main trigger for your asthma. There's an over-the-counter nasal spray called nasal chrome. It's proven safe in pregnancy. 
you use two sprays each nostril three or four times a day. Acupuncture and some topical Chinese herbs can work wonders. You should find a very knowledgeable practitioner of Chinese medicine and tell them you're pregnant. Usually, they will only do the application to the ears, and it's considered generally safe in pregnancy, but ask when you go. Don't ingest anything, though, nothing by mouth, topical only. If the cause of your allergy is seasonal from the trees and pollens, get a really good HEPA filter, H-E-P-A, for your home and also one for your vacuum cleaner. And then using an air cleaner in the room where you are is a good idea. Are you congested? There are some natural food decongestants like hot mustard, chili peppers, or horseradish that will clear those sinuses out pretty well. And as for the asthma, black tea has quercetin, which is a natural antihistamine, as well as it has an anti-asthma effect from the type of caffeine it has. This is not the same as coffee. This is not the same as energy drinks. Black tea has a specific type of caffeine that is very similar to an old asthma medicine, and it helps well. Um, The dosing would be about one mug, 8 to 10 ounces, up to three times a day, safe in pregnancy. And if you're desperate, good old-fashioned Benadryl can be used if you're really having severe symptoms. It's pretty safe in pregnancy. That wraps up our show for today. We appreciate you listening to Preggy Pals. Don't forget to check out our sister show, Parent Savers, for parents with newborns, infants, and toddlers, and our show, The Boob Group, for moms who breastfeed their babies. Next week, we're talking about maternity leave. How can the Family Medical Leave Act and other programs help you spend as much time as possible with your baby? This is Preggy Pals, your pregnancy, your way. This has been a new mommy media production. The information and material contained in this episode are presented for educational purposes only. Statements and opinions expressed in this episode are not necessarily those of New Mommy Media and should not be considered facts. While such information and materials are believed to be accurate, it is not intended to replace or substitute for professional medical advice or care and should not be used for diagnosing or treating health care problem or disease or prescribing any medication. If you have questions or concerns regarding your physical or mental health or the health of your baby, please seek assistance from a qualified health care provider. Hey, mamas. Don't forget to check out Mighty Moms. It's our online community built for new moms just like you. Not only can you connect with other moms, but you can also join us backstage for special mom-only online events. And you'll also be notified when we're recording so you can join us as a special guest. Visit our website, newmommymedia.com, and click on the Mighty Moms banner. It's free. That's newmommymedia.com. See you there.